0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sportsball FM. I'm Andy, I'm your host, and as always, got a great show for you today. So, coming up, it's opening day, and in the last episode, we got to talk about the junior circuit, the American League, and we did a preview of all the teams, predictions, awards, and all that good stuff, but today... We want to go over to the senior circuit, the National League, the big boys, and just do the same thing. Take a look at those teams and make some predictions. The NL is going to be so competitive this year, especially with the playoffs getting reduced back to the normal number, and it's going to be a tight race this year. So it is really critical that we take a deep look at each of these teams and be like, man, this looks this looks like a team that can make the playoffs or be like yeah maybe not because it's gonna be it's gonna be ultra competitive and today like we did yesterday want to start off in the east and last year what it looked like the defending champs are the Atlanta Braves they had a great year last year and made it all the way to the NLCS but this year they're gonna have a lot of competition teams improved a lot Looking at you, Phillies and Mets, and it's going to be very, very competitive this year. So want to take a first look at the team that I think is going to finish in last place. The bottom feeders from last year, the team that made it to the playoffs for the first time since 2003, the Miami Marlins. So they had a bit of a quiet offseason. They lose Brad Boxberger, Brandon Kinsler, Ryan Stanek, who are all parts of their bullpen from last year. Jordan Yamamoto, starter, is gone after he had a good 2019 season, but just an abysmal year last year. The famous Ronald Acuna plunker, Jose Ureña, is gone. But the team does add Gio Gonzalez. Oh, wait. Gio Gonzalez decides to retire from the game of baseball. He is no longer on the team. They do get John Curtis, who had a good year with the Rays last year out of the bullpen. Two saves, a 1.8 ERA, and 25 strikeouts. Adam Duvall, low-key good signing. He had a decent season with the Braves last year, but if you look at the power numbers, he had 16 homers and 33 RBIs. He comes in on a relatively low-risk one-year deal. He had a good year before he got hurt in the playoffs, and they get... Dylan Floro, also from the bullpen, they get him in a trade with the Dodgers. And they also get Anthony Bass, who had seven saves with the Blue Jays last year, and they get him on a two year deal. It's likely a growth year for this team. I don't think, with how good their division is and how good the NL in general is, that they will make another playoff run. But you got to look at this team because they've got some really good young players looking at you guys in the rotation. And even guys like Jazz Chisel. So starting off in the rotation, uh, Sixto Sanchez, who had a great year last year, will start down in the minors. And he could actually be a rookie of the year candidate because I don't think he exceeded his limits last year. But for now, they have Sandy Alcantara and Pablo Lopez leading the way, two guys who had good seasons last year. And they've also got Trevor Rogers, who had a good spring training and could be very good for them. Their bullpen, they have a lot of new names, like I mentioned, John Curtis, Dylan Floro, Anthony Bass, who will likely be their closer now. And they also trade for Adam Simber very recently. They will bring back Jorge Alfaro to be their catcher. They also have Jesus Aguilar, lots of power potential there. We saw it with the Brewers a couple years back, he had a great year. Jazz Chisholm, who's still very new to the majors and was acquired in the Zach Gallon trade, he could be very good. Corey Dickerson, Sterling Marte, and Adam Duvall in the outfield is very solid. No denying that. Uh, Miguel Rojas, solid year last year. This is a team that is overall solid, and they could go on another run, but and I'm not going to count that out. But for now, it, I'm betting that they are probably going to finish last in the division. But they're not going to be terrible. I could say I could see them finishing around 500, or maybe getting around 70 wins, which isn't a bad season, especially with looking at the quality. Of some of the other teams in their division now fourth place in the NL East let's go to the nation's capital the team that won the World Series in 2019 the Washington Nationals now hear me out I definitely think this team could make the playoffs but they had a very big down year last year and they've lost Anthony Rendon since their World Series run which is Looking back on it, probably would have been the smarter keep over Steven Strasburg, but you know that's it's in the past, and this division is just so good that I'm not, and I'm not sure the Nationals are the best team in this division, or even good are, are even going to be able to compete in it. They could be a wild card candidate, but I feel like they're going to finish fourth in the division this year. So they add Kyle Schwarber, left fielder. From the Cubs, you all know him from being part of that World Series core. He's a very good hitter. They get him on a one-year deal. Trey Turner, another guy who could be an MVP candidate. They add Josh Bell in a trade with the Pirates. They get a nice buy-low deal on him. And he's got ridiculous power potential. And he's gone from being overrated to underrated pretty quickly. They get Brad Hand to be their closer, former Cleveland baseball teamer. They lose Sean Doolittle, though, so it's almost like a swap. Kurt Suzuki, they lose from their World Series team, and so they lose Adam Eaton, too. World Series hero Howie Kendrick is gone. He's likely going to get a statue, though, mark my words. Annabal Sanchez is out of the rotation. Michael A. Taylor is out, as Dribble Cabrera is out. They do add John Lester to the rotation. So, for now, their rotation, I'm, n- I'm not going to lie, it looks solid. Max Scherzer, fantastic pitcher, Cy Young candidate every year. Steven Strasburg, who low-key could be comeback player of the year, and another Cy Young candidate, too. Patrick Corbin, who had a great 2019 down year last year. Joe Ross, he is a decent enough pitcher. And John Lester, who's had a very good career. And he hasn't been terrible recently. And they also bring back Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National himself. Not sure he's going to get much playing time, This year, but they could shift things around for now. They have Josh Bell playing first. And this is a guy who really hurts with the loss of the universal DH, but hopefully they'll be able to get him some playing time. I'm betting this will likely be his last year. And honestly, just looking at this team, they look good. They look good on paper, but I don't think they are the best in the NL East. I just think there are teams with better depth. There are going to be injuries. There's going to be COVID. This year, I am just not sure. They do have Juan Soto though, who is another MVP candidate. He is a guy who could put the team on his back this year and lead them to the playoffs. He's he's just a stud, and Victor Robles too has a lot of potential. So, do I am not counting the Nationals out by any regard. I'm not gonna. This is a division where I'm not gonna count out any of the teams. But for now, I think they will finish fourth in the division, just looking at them on paper. The team that I think will finish third place and is another playoff contender, the Philadelphia Phillies. They did more in the offseason than I expected them to, given the reports of what they had with financial losses. They bring in Archie Bradley for the bullpen. They bring in Brendan Kinsler, Tony Watson, and Jose Alvarado, too. That was the thing they needed to fix, especially from last year. And hopefully, for their sake, they did enough. It's not going to be the Hector Neris show every day. They did a lot to improve behind him to give the team a more solid bullpen. They bring back Didi Gregorius and JT Real Muto, both on big deals, especially Real Muto. I think he got five years, $100 million or something like that. But th- this was a move that needed to happen for them to stay a very solid team. They lose Brandon Workman, Blake Parker, and Heath Hembry, and the awful David Robertson contract is unloaded, and Jake Arietta is gone, but he was very washed up anyway. But for now, this team looks very solid, and I honestly feel like with the potential in the starting lineup, are more potent than the Nationals, and they do have a... Pretty decent rotation. I will say the Nationals have the edge in that regard. So you could almost flip-flop these two teams if you wanted to. But for now, they have a good lineup of JT Real Muto catching perennial all-star. Reese Hoskins, who had a better year than a lot of people think. Gene Segura, second baseman. He's had a solid career. Alec Baum, who I actually think is going to have a breakout year this year. Mark my words on that. I think he's going to be fantastic. I actually have him on my fantasy baseball team expecting that, so you guys can't say that like, oh, he's just saying that to be a talking head. No, I legitimately think he is going to have a breakout year. T.D. Gregorius at short, another solid player every year, Andrew McCutcheon, veteran, former MVP, and Bryce Harper, another former MVP in the outfield, former rookie of the year, he... I think could win MVP this year. I think he is a dark horse, and I think I've seen, I've seen some things that have made put him as predictions for the NL MVP, and he he's been better than people think. He has been a lot better than people think in his time with the Phillies, and I think he's a guy who could just be fantastic and be the key player on this team. So, if a lot of these guys play up to their potential, you also look at the rotation with Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler leading the way. That is the main area of concern for me, but I think their batting will be able to carry them over the top and get into, the, into third place, maybe miss the playoffs again, but they are making progress, of course. Now, the next team. The team I think will finish second place and will get a wild card spot, but also a team I have some doubts about. The New York Mets, you can't deny that this team looks really, really good on paper. They get Frankie Lindor on a, in a trade. They got James McCann on a four-year deal to be their starting catcher. L- lose Todd Frazier, but he will in- in- inevitably come back, mark my words. Uh, Jed Lowry and Yohannes Cespedes are off the books. Porcello and Waka, guys who are band-aids for their rotation, are gone. They lose Brad Brock and Chase and Shreve and Justin Wilson all out of the bullpen. And they give up Ahmed Rosario and Andres Jimenez, a very good prospect who shined brightly last year. They are gone. They were given up in the Lindor deal. But, like I said, they added Lindor. They added James McCann. They had Carlos Carrasco, very good starting pitcher. He almost feels like a throw into this deal that was way too much, but he is fantastic. They have Jonathan VR now to back up Lindor, who gets a lot of hits. And he's on a one-year deal, very low risk. They get Taiwan Walker, who I will say they overpaid a little bit, but this is an underrated signing. He is going to be there likely for two years. 2.7 ERA, 50 strikeouts with Toronto and Seattle last year. Very good ball player. And they get Trevor May, too. He was an underrated reliever with the Twins. They get him on a two-year deal, part of the Chris Rose rotation. Shout-out to John Boy Media here. But... This team, looking at a lot of their players, they've got Pete Alonso, the polar bear, Jeff McNeil, another hit machine, J.D. Davis, breakout guy from a couple of years ago, Dom Smith had a breakout year last year, and Michael Conforto, solid guy who could possibly be an MVP candidate too. Don't write him off. Same with Pete Alonzo and same with Francisco Lindor. But what you really want to look at is their pitching. Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in baseball, I would say my Cy Young favorite. He's won two of the past three. Carlos Carrasco, Cookie, another fantastic pitcher. Marcus Stroman, he hasn't really shown much with the Mets, but he's got the potential to be very good. They've got Taiwan Walker, underrated signing. And they have David Peterson rounding out the rotation. They've got Ed Luz Diaz as their closer. Hopefully he can get rid of that name. If they, If he does, then that's very good for the team. This is just a solid team. They've got some big names. And I honestly think that if they play up to their potential, their ceiling is winning the division, and I think their floor is fourth place. This is a team that I have my doubts about. I I feel like they're going to underperform, possibly, like they always do. But Mets, you got to prove me wrong with this. I think you guys are going to have a good year this year. Please, M- please... Don't waste this team. And also, you got to give Francisco Lindor an extension, or else that's a wasted trade. But anyway, I think that the Mets are going to finish second. I know a lot of projections have them finishing first, but this is my personal opinion, remember. But the team that I think will win the division this year, the Atlanta Braves, the defending champs, oh man, this team is good. Really Really good. They bring back Marcelo Zuna, who was an MVP finalist last year. hit 18 homers, 56 RBIs, 338 average last year on a four-year deal. This do- this does not look good from a standpoint of the universal DH is gone, but with Nick Markakis retiring and Adam Duvall leaving, that does open up a spot for him in the outfield. They have the d- defending NL MVP in... Freddie Freeman, the star first baseman. Got Ronald Acuna, another guy who could be MVP. There are three guys so far that I've mentioned who are easy MVP candidates for me in Ozuna, Acuna, and Freeman. These guys are good. They are really, really good. And they improve their rotation, too. They're going to have Max Fried as their ace. Mike Soroka will hopefully be coming back after a bad injury last year. Charlie Morton, fantastic with the Rays. Cy Young finalist a couple years ago. Ian Anderson, I think he's going to be an absolute stud. I've I've seen a lot of upside with him. He racks up the strikeouts. And they get Drew Smiley as their fifth starter, which is not bad by any means. The thing that concerns me a little bit is their bullpen. They have Will Smith to close, but they do lose Mark and Shane Green, and Darren O'Day. That's, that's tough. I'm concerned I'm concerned about the bullpen a little bit but I just think their batting is going to carry them over the top and their starting pitching I just think this is the most solid team you can't forget they've also got Travis Darno. they got Ozzie Albies they have Dansby Swanson Kristen Pache who could be a very good player he gets some of his first career starts in the playoffs and wasn't he wasn't bad by any means I think he was decent enough I mean, the outfield is so deep that Inciarte is going to be a backup. And you can't forget about Austin Riley, too, who is another guy who could break out. And they've also got Kung Fu Panda, which he's everybody's favorite. I mean, come on. But for now, I think Atlanta is going to repeat as NL East champs for the not even the third year, the fourth year in a row. They won in 2018. They won in 2019. They won it last year. I believe that they will win it again this year. All right. Now I think we should move into some trivia. The trivia question from the last episode was from 2000 onward in the 21st century. How many teams from the American League East have won a World Series and how many titles do they have? It's man- I was mainly looking for the titles. So, the answer is two teams, and there have been six titles the 2000 Yankees, the 2004 Red Sox, the 2007 Red Sox, the 2009 Yankees, the 2013 Red Sox, and the 2018 Red Sox. So, if you got six, you are correct. Congrats to you. And now for today's trivia question. Gonna do another baseball one. What is the new name? Of the stadium where the Miami Marlins play it is no longer Marlins Park they changed it the answer to that will be coming up on the next episode so think about that alright so to recap the NL East I think that the order the teams will finish in are in last place the Miami Marlins fourth place the Washington Nationals third place the Philadelphia Phillies second place the New York Mets and first place the Atlanta Braves now, I want to hop into the next division, the NL Central. The Pittsburgh Pirates, going to keep this one short and sweet. They're going to get a, the number one overall pick this year. This team is pathetic. There's nothing really to talk about, except that they do get rid of Josh Bell and Jamison Tyone and Joe Musgrove and Trevor Williams is out. They do get Rocky's postseason hero, Tony Walters. That's a plus. Todd Frazier came to the team, but he's a free agent now. He saved his career by doing that. I'm so sorry, Pirates. And other than that, they've got Key Brian Hayes who is a rookie of the year candidate. And other than that, I see nothing about this team. They're just going to they're they're going to be in the dumps this year. They are going to have a historically bad year, I think. And they will finish last place in the entire league. Next team I want to get to the Cincinnati Reds team that underperformed expectations a lot and only made the playoffs because of a late surge and they lose some big names they lose Cy Young winner Trevor Bauer they lose Archie Bradley who was their deadline acquisition last year they trade Reza Iglesias their closer catcher Kirk Casale he's gone Freddie Galvis shortstop he's out of town too they do add Sean Doolittle to be a possible closer candidate, but for now that job belongs to Amir Garrett, and they do get D-Strange Gordon, whose jersey just looks awesome with that name, and he's got a lot of speed potential, and he's on a minor league deal. I I see Luis Castillo, I see Sonny Gray, they're going to have Eugenio Suarez, who's very good. They'll have, hopefully, Nick Senzel will be better. Shogo Akiyama, I hope he's able to play a lot better. They're I mean, this team's got Michael Lorenzen in their rotation. They have Castillo and Sonny Gray. They have Mike Moustakis. I think Jonathan India could be a possible Rookie of the Year candidate too. But I just don't see much to like about this team. I know that why some people would think they're going to compete, but I just think they missed their window. And I think the financial losses hit them too much. And I, I, I honestly feel like they're going to not be great, and I think they're going to finish fourth in the division. Third place in the division, the Chicago Cubs. Man, they trade away Yu Darvish, their Cy Young candidate from last year, and along with him, Victor Caratini, his personal catcher. Kyle Schwarber, member of the World Series core, is gone. Le- John Lester, Jose Quintana, and Tyler Chatwood. Chatwood even had a decent year last year. Those guys are all out. They get Zach Davies in the U Darvish trade, but he did not pitch very much last year. They add Jock Peterson, who's been on a bit of a power tear through spring training. He had had seven homers last year. World Series champ with the Dodgers, one-year deal, but he's up and down, very up and down. And they get Eric Sogard, second baseman. He was thought to be a good free agent for the Brewers last year, but was terrible for them. He's on a minor league deal. And the thing to think about this team is this could be the last year with guys like Javier Baez, Anthony Rizzo, and Chris Bryant. It could be the last year with those core members of the World Series team. Now, looking at this team, I can't completely write them off. They've got Kyle Hendricks as their ace. They bring back Jake Arrieta. Craig Kimbrell will be there to close. They have Wilson Contreras catching the three core guys I mentioned earlier. Jock Peterson, Ian Juice, and Hayward's on an awful outfield. Their bullpen does not look very good, though. They will have Alec Mills working out of there, who could make the rotation by the end of the year, but this team, it's starting to look like a shell of its former self, and I just, I think they're going to finish third in the division. I don't think they're as good as the Brewers or Cardinals, who I'll get to in a second. They could still compete for a playoff spot, don't get me wrong, but I just... The, the NL Central, it's going to be a very toss-up division, so... It wouldn't completely shock me if this team does somehow manage to win it because they've got some good hitters, but they're just going to have to overperform to even have that in question. But for now, I think they're going to finish third and miss the playoffs. The team that I think will finish second place is the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, this team looks low-key solid, and I think they could be competing for a playoff spot. Only problem is I do not think they are going to make it because the Mets are on paper, the team that looks better in my eye, and we're going to get to the Padres later, but they're just too good. So, they lose Eric Sogard. That disaster is over. The bearded man, long hair, Ben Gamel is out. Ryan Braun is gone. the guy who's been there forever. And Jed Jirko gets his option declined. He's out. They do, however, add two guys in particular that are good. Colton Wong, two-year deal, spent his entire career to this point with st louis and he's a great fielder they also get jackie bradley jr another great fielder 283 average seven homers 22 rbis with the red sox last year part of their world series outfield and he's on a two-year deal and they bring back travis shaw minor league deal and he's likely going to be their starting third baseman but looking at this team their top guys in the bullpen are josh Hader and devin williams very very good relievers Devin Williams was rookie of the year last year and the guys in their rotation Brandon Woodruff I actually like him as a Cy Young candidate and they've got Corbin Burns too who I also like as a Cy Young candidate who was believe it or not one of the worst pitchers in baseball a couple years ago they've got Keston Hira I think he's still gonna be good Christian Yelich MVP from a couple years ago he's fantastic Lorenzo Cain coming back in center field. Jackie Bradley Jr., like I mentioned earlier. This team's pretty solid. They they don't really have a ton of holes, but their depth isn't fantastic. Like, the guys behind their starters are not great, I'd say. They're not like a team like the Padres, where they actually would still have a playoff team, even if a couple guys were to get hurt. And I think the lack of depth... And some of these guys who might just be terrible. And the fact that they weren't a great team last year and they only got in because of the expanded playoffs, they had a losing record. I'm just not sure. I think they'll still be competitive in the division race, but I don't think they are going to make it to the playoffs. And the team that I think is going to win it in the NL Central will be the St. Louis Cardinals. This team had a. They had not a busy offseason, but what they did do was, ver- they- it made headlines. So they first bring back Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright on one-year deals, which was basically inevitable. It was either they were going to retire or come back. They weren't going to go anywhere else. Colton Wong is out. Dexter Fowler is traded because they do have too many outfielders. John Brebbia, who is out of the bullpen, is now in San Francisco, but they still. Deal, Nolan Arenado, the platinum glover from the Rockies in a trade, and he is now their superstar. This team just looks flat out solid, the most solid team in this division. There are some question marks, but for now, oh my goodness, this hitting. Paul Goldschmidt at first, Tommy Edman, who I think is going to have a good amount of hits this year. Nolan Arenado, just a superstar. Paul DeYoung, very good. Dylan Carlson, rookie of the year candidate in my eye. Definitely out in the outfield. And they have Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill, who are both decent guys. They will get Jordan Hicks back from injury. And then in the pitching, they've got Jay Flair, Cy Young candidate. Jack Flaherty. They have Miles Michaelis hopefully coming back. Adam Wainwright, Carlos Martinez, and Hyung Kim. This team, they just look the most solid, they, my reasoning is they look the most solid in the NL, and they've got some star players who are likely to have good years and carry this team, now, I could see a situation where it's like the 2006 team that won less than 90 games, but still made a deep run, I have confidence that they're going to win the division, and i It's going to be competitive, it's going to be close. I'm not sure they're going to get a ton of wins, but I think they will be the team that comes out on top. So to recap it, dead last, we got the Pirates, fourth place, the Reds, third place, the Cubs, second place, the Brewers, and first place, the Cardinals. All right, now, just want to give you guys another little fun segment while we're in the NL Central. What's the Chicago Cubs' favorite pizza? The city of Chicago's favorite pizza, deep dish. So I'm going to give you guys a start bench cut food edition. So the three candidates are deep dish pizza, stuffed crust pizza, and New York style thin crust. Just think about that one. A little bit of food for thought for you. Personally, I say start deep dish, bench New York style and cut stuffed crust they're all good but that is my personal opinion just a little fun thing for you guys to think about so now want to get back to the baseball talk and move into the last division the nl west and i think it's evident who's going to finish last and it's the colorado rockies they just look terrible they look flat out terrible they lose nolan arenado they get rid of david Dahl inexplicably Kevin Pillar's out. Wade Davis' show is over, and Tony Walters, their postseason hero, sadly is gone. I mean, not really. He had one great he had one great hit, but it's still a sad loss for that organization. The biggest loss, though, of course, is Nolan Arenado, superstar. He got angry at the team, and he is out. CJ Crone comes in with a lot of power potential on a minor league deal, and they get Austin Gomber, who will likely be a starting pitcher for the team after coming from St. Louis in the Arenado trade. He was the biggest piece they got. Not only that, but they
1: pay, like, 50 million bucks to the Cardinals. I mean, come on. This team's going to have Daniel Bard as their closer, who hadn't even pitched in seven years. German Marquez, don't get me wrong. He's decent, but I'm not sure he's that good. There's really not much to talk about this team. They have Charlie Blackman he gets a, he gets a lot of hits. They have Trevor Story who's very good, but I think he's going to be gone at the trade deadline. This team is just sad. It's really sad. And they get nothing for Arenado. and that's what ticks me off about this team. This this the management sucks here. It's terrible. You wasted Platinum Glove winner for crying out loud. What are the superstars in the game and you ticked him off so much that you trade him for nothing? I'm sorry Rockies, you're pathetic This was avoidable and y- this is just sad now. I- it's just flat-out sad You're finishing dead
0: last in the division and I don't know how in the world you're gonna rebuild from this
1: You're terrible with your prospects. You never give them playing time I just don't know what this team is going to do. They get nothing for Nolan Arenado. Nothing. And this was after they extended him. It looked like they were showing commitment to him, but no. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not like this team, they were good a couple of years ago. They almost won the NL West and now, ah. Uh,
0: I don't even know what to think of them anymore, except they're going to finish dead last and are competing for a number one pick, and they are probably going to be down there for years to come. Anyway, I am sorry for the rant, but moving on to the team that I think is going to finish fourth, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They don't lose anybody critical. They bring in Tyler Clippard, relief pitcher. Had a decent run with the Twins there. 2.77 ERA, 26 strikeouts last year. He's on a one-year deal. Azdrubal Cabrera, the veteran, eight homers with the Nats last year, one-year deal, and Joaquin Soria, two saves, 2.82 ERA, and 24 strikeouts with the A's. He's in on a one-year deal. So this team didn't lose anybody, but they really weren't great to begin with because they got their acquisition in Starling Marte. He's gone now. But they're not terrible enough to make me say, oh, they're going to finish dead last in the division. No. I think their ceiling is third place. They're floor is fourth. It's either going to be either one of those spots. They've got some good pieces. Catel Marte, Eduardo Escobar. They've got Zach Gallon. He's a stud mad bum. Can he get back to his old form?
1: But other than that, this team
0: just, it just doesn't impress me. I don't think they're terrible, but there's really not much to talk about here. It's a not very exciting team, except for Patel Marte. And David Peralta, too, is decent. But just nothing much to really say about the Diamondbacks. They don't look great. I think fourth place for them. The San Francisco Giants. They had a surprising offseason. I thought they were going to unload some guys like Mike Stremsky. They lose Tyler Anderson, Drew Smiley, and Jeff Samarja. Not huge losses. And they also lose Trevor Cahill and Tony Watson. Out of the bullpen. Again, not huge losses. They do get a couple stopgap players with Anthony DiSclafani and Kurt Casali, starting pitcher and catcher on one-year deals. Tommy lastella comes in. Infield utility, lots of potential to just go off with hits. Three-year deal, 2.81 batting average with Oakland and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim last year. And they bring back Kevin Gaussman, who will likely be their ace this year. He's starting for them on opening day. I don't think this team is terrible. They've got some good pieces. La Stella is good. Brandon Crawford's still decent. Alex Dickerson was was okay last year. They've got Mike Yastrzemski. He was great last year. I can't, I can't say this team's terrible. They've got, they've got Buster Posey coming back. Their rotation doesn't look awful. Their bullpen doesn't look great. Jake McGee is likely going to be their closer, so I don't think they're really going to be competitive. I say ceiling for them is third basement for them is fourth it's going to be one of these two teams with the Giants and the Diamondbacks finishing in third place now you'll see why these teams don't have a ceiling of second because we've got the team that had the one of the busiest off seasons I can remember and this time it doesn't look terrible like in 2015. Second place is likely going to be the San Diego Padres that's who I think they get Blake Snell the 2018 AL Cy Young winner who's just fantastic. They get Yu Darvish, 2020 Cy Young finalist, traded from the Cubs. They get Ha Syung Kim, shortstop. He's on a four-year deal, but could be Drake Cronenworth's backup, at least for now. And he was fantastic in Korea, just absolutely fantastic. And that's why they sign him. They see a lot of potential in him. And they also bring in Joe Musgrove in a trade with the Pirates. They resign Jerks and Profar. They get Mark Melanson and Keona Aquila on one-year deals. They basically became the second-best roster in baseball during the offseason. And they lost less than they gained. They, they lose Mitch Moreland, Trevor Rosenthal, Garrett Richards, Kirby Yates. And they also trade away Luis Patino, Francisco Mejia, and Zach Davies. But just listening to the guys they added, you can't complain. They make some good depth moves also. They give Fernando Tatis Jr. a massive extension. And I have my doubts that maybe last year was a flash in the pen. But they know him best, and I think it's likely going to pan out for them. He looks, he just looks, he's a stud.
1: And looking at their
0: rotation, they're starting, Blake Snell's not even getting the opening day start, Darvish is. They've got Danielson Lamet, who was fantastic last year, Joe Musgrove. Solid pitcher. And Chris Paddock, who could have a bounce back year this year. Mark Melanson will likely be their closer with Emilio Pagan and Drew Pomeranz there to set him up. They have Austin Nola as their catcher. Trent Grisham in center field. Both of those guys are hurt, but had good years last year. Jake Cronenworth, rookie of the year finalist last year. Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. You know them. Those guys are both superstars. Eric Hosmer. He's got some decent power potential. Will Myers. He was solid. Tommy Pham. He was solid. This team... They're really, really good. They're really, really good. There's not much to say. Just look at them, and they're very, very good. I think this team's got the capability to win 100 games this year, but I don't think they're going to finish first because there's a team up in L.A. that won the World Series last year, best team in the league in the regular season, and they got even better. So who do they lose? Jack Peterson, up and down in his quality, and he was a long time starting outfielder but he's with the Cubs now but who do they add they had Tommy Canely who was likely out all of this year after having Tommy John last year two-year deal they re-signed Blake Trinan who had a bit of a bounce back year last year two-year deal and they bring back Justin Turner at a 307 batting average two-year deal looked for a while like they might not get him but they're just like nope, we're going we're gonna to go sign in everybody and spend all our money. And you know what? It's worth it. This is a team that won the World Series last year, and you don't want to mess around with anything. But the big signing was the troll himself, the Cy Young winner, Trevor Bauer. Massive three-year deal. They're going to be paying him record amounts of money. He had a 1.73 ERA and 100 strikeouts in a shortened season last year. I mean, come on. This guy was so good. And he has opt-outs too, so he if he goes and wins another Cy Young, this could be their only year with him. But they're gonna make the most of it. I am confident in that. They're so deep that a guy like David Price isn't even getting a rotation spot. Will Smith, good catcher. Max Muncy, Gavin Lux, Justin Turner, Corey Seager, AJ Pollock, Cody Bellinger, former MVP, and Mookie Betts, another former MVP. Holy cow! I mean, and their rotation,
1: Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer's not even getting the opening day start. And they've got Walker Buehler, another... All three of those guys are Cy Young candidates in my eye. Julio Reyes, who had a great year last year, and Dustin May. Still a very good pitcher. It's so good that they don't even have a spot for David Price. There's not even much to say, except this team is going to be the number one team in baseball, and I think they
0: have the potential to beat the record for most games won in a season. That is all they're going to win first place. I just think they're, I think Sandy, it's going to be so fun watching them play San Diego this year. Going to have a lot of those games. Those are going to be must watch, but I think the Dodgers end up coming out on top in the long run. And I think they're going to win definitely over hundred games, possibly even 110. So to recap, Rockies finish dead last. I think the Diamondbacks will at fourth, the Giants get third, the Padres get second and the Dodgers get first and we are done looking at the depth charts and the signings in the offseason for all these teams in the NL. And now I want to get into what I think will be the playoff standings. First wild card team, team that I think will win over 100 games but will still get the wild card spot will be the San Diego Padres. It's very evident. And then the New York Mets will get the second one in my eye. They had a good offseason, too, and they, if they play up to their potential, could be very good, and even win the division. The team that I think will get the third seed. So this is going to be very similar with division winners, actually exact to what it was in 2019. Cardinals get the third seed. Worst division winner, definitely they're not terrible, but they're not as good as the Braves or the Dodgers. And then the Braves are going to get the second seed and the Dodgers are of course going to get the one seed. But the Braves I think are still going to be a very good team this year. And then if we want to just go quickly into awards, I think that the rookie of the year is going to be Dylan Carlson on the Cardinals outfielder. I think he could be absolute he could be ridiculously good and I think he's going to be ridiculously good. Key Brian Hayes is also the other guy that I think could be a favorite. And also Ian Anderson, Rookie of the Year. Those are the three guys. I really like Ian Anderson, and I really like Dylan Carlson, and I really like Key Brian Hayes. I actually have all three of those guys on my fantasy team, so please have a good year. But they all look very good, but I think Dylan Carlson's going to be the one who ends up coming out on top for the Rookie of the Year. Cy Young Award winner. There are too many good guys, but... Man, you know, you know what? There are so many good options, so many good options, but I am going to go with, you know, what? I'm going to switch it up a bit and not go Jacob DeGram. I'm going to go Yu Darvish. I think he's going to dominate in San Diego and he's going to, they're going to be able, he's going to be able to rack up numbers against some of the weaker teams in that division. He's going to get a lot of starts against them. So, you know what? Let's go Yu Darvish. NL Cy Young, and NL MVP, a lot of people have been saying Juan Soto for this, but I think that the NL MVP is going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. or Mookie Betts, one of those two guys, and for now, I like Ronald Acuna Jr. for NL MVP, I mean, there's not really much to say except this guy's a stud, so to recap that, Ronald Acuna Jr. MVP, Cy Young, Udarvish, and Rookie of the Year, Dylan Carlson. So before we go, I just want to give you guys my quick World Series predictions. Coming out of the AL, I think it will be the Yankees if they stay healthy and the pitching plays up to its potential. And coming out of the NL, I actually think it's going to be the Braves. I have a feeling that this is going to be their year in the NL, at least. And then in the World Series, I'm taking the Yankees over the Braves in six games. I think that would be a really good series but I just think the Yankees would be able to come out on top and get that 28th ring. Call me biased, but it's my personal predictions. You guys can disagree. And that, everybody, is unpacking the NL. And you know what? I understand that I probably rambled again a bit in this episode. There was a lot to cover, but I think the show is only going to get better from here. Thank you all so much for coming back and listening. Like I said in the last episode, leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash sportsball-fm to get on the show. Leave anything, a review, a question, a comment, anything you can get on the show, we'll play it. Add some new stuff, add some fan interaction. But anyways, baseball season's coming up. It's exciting. Enjoy opening day, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back and listening. Catch you all very soon. Peace.